Hey friends, it's Sherry. Before we jump into today's episode, I wanted to let you know about an upcoming virtual summit I'm a guest speaker at and you can attend for free. So whether you're an entrepreneur seeking to boost cash flow and leads or a career professional ready to take the leap into entrepreneurship, this event is designed with your specific needs in mind. It's an opportunity you don't want to be missed. And I'm not exaggerating when I say it will be an epic experience. So join me and 15 plus other top female entrepreneur experts for the rise of the entrepreneur navigating the entrepreneurial landscape for female professionals five day summit. Together, we're going to dig deep into our wealth of expertise, offering invaluable support for career professionals and entrepreneurs like you. Every year you see my friend Sherelle Slace host this event and collectively she brings in over 4,000 women at all levels wanting to implement new strategies and take their businesses to the next level. And I'm so excited to be one of the guest speakers this year. And I'm also attending this event myself and I would love to invite you to join me. So this five-day virtual summit runs May 13th through 17th And during that time, you can catch all the replays of the trainings. Trainings like From Unknown to Unstoppable, Publicity Tactics for Fearless Female Entrepreneurs, or Manage Your Money Like a Boss, or Navigating the Entrepreneurial Landscape for Female Professionals, or this one I'm very interested about, Top 4 Legal Mistakes to Avoid on Your Online Business. And my topic is unleash your strengths and thrive in entrepreneurship. So you're not going to want to miss this one. So reserve your spot now. Yep, go ahead. Put this episode on pause. Go over and register and then hop back in here to finish listening. All you have to do is head over to rebrand.ly backslash rises summit backslash Sherry Miter. So rebrand.ly backslash rises summit backslash Sherry Miter. I'm sorry, rise summit. There's only one S there. And I will put that link in the show notes for you as well. So do me one more favor. If you register, pop into our new motivated for more Facebook group and let me know if you'll be watching the summit next week. We can compare notes together. All right, my friend, hope to see you at the summit. And let's get back to today's episode. Welcome back to the Uncharted Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm your host, Sherry Miter, and we are on day three of my 100 days of podcasting. And today we're going to talk about making a decision. Do you (laughs) deliberate on making decisions? And I'm just titling this, Just Make a Decision. How many times in your life have you said that to yourself or to someone else that just make a decision? Um, You know, what decisions do you need to make today that you've been putting off? And what would happen if you just made a decision? I don't know. Does anybody else out there struggle with this? I can get myself so much into a tizzy thinking, overthinking about something. And it's so weird because sometimes I'm very, I'm very spontaneous. So there are a lot of times that I can make a super quick decision. And then there's other times that I just get stuck and I know I just need to make a decision. And I've been analy- overanalyzing all of that recently. 
But before we jump into all the training for today, I do want to share with you, I finally got my planners. Yay, they both came yesterday. I love them both. And actually, now I need to make a decision which one I'm going to go with. I think I'm going to stick with my soul planner, but then use my other one either for something else or I might gift it. But they're both gorgeous and beautiful. And one came with a gorgeous journal I can't wait to dive into. So anyway, just wanted to let you know, I did get my planners. Um, okay, so let's talk about this, just making a decision. And one of the things I've realized recently is because I am a natural maximizer, it's number two on my top five strengths from the Clifton Strengths from Gallup. And you guys know I'm obsessed about Clifton Strengths. If you haven't taken that assessment yet, I highly recommend it. It's so insightful. And that is one of the things I do with my clients is we go through their top five. I actually like to look at the top 10 strengths they have and how they work for the good and for the bad. <laughs> it's like our, it's our, It truly is like our superpowers. But as a maximizer, a natural maximizer, what that means is when I'm in the zone, how that trait shows up to help me succeed in life is that I can find excellence in myself and in others. And what I really love is taking something that's already great and already good and making it or them even better. And that's why I love coaching people who have already had success in life, but are just ready for more. They're ready to up-level. That truly is my sweet spot because of my maximizer. But the downside of maximizer, or as Gallup calls it, your basement side of it, is when I'm not working as a healthy maximizer, I can turn into a perfectionist, which is really weird because that's truly not, I'm not a perfectionist by trait, but my maximizer can show up that way when it's not healthy. I can be picky. I can look at things that are, and looked and think that they're never good enough. And it's, I'm always reworking it or that or whatever it is. And it, luckily in life, it doesn't always show up that way. <laughs> now, my husband and my kids might disagree on that. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure probably when they were children, my boys would all say that nothing was ever good enough. <laughs> and I was always reworking things. Um, I don't know if that's just being a mom or that was my maximizer. But I see those things show up more when I'm trying to make a decision about something. And I just deliberate about it way too much. I don't know. Anybody else like relate to that? And I know it. I can recognize it, but I can't. I have to really, really work on just stopping myself and just like, you know, my dad calls me Cheryl Ann. That was my in trouble name. Cheryl Ann, just make a decision. And I have to self-talk my way into that decision because I recognize that it's that maximizer the unhealthy maximizer showing up that's keeping me from making the decision. And I see that whether I'm buying a pair of jeans or a special occasion outfit, or recently it's been trying to pick a platform to run my business with. And I think it's just, I just want to make sure it's the best decision. And like when I'm shopping, I'm always thinking, but what's at the next store? Would there be a cuter pair of jeans that fit me better, that make my butt look better in the next store? 
And with this platform, it's like, what's going to be the best one? What's the easiest one to use? What's going to be the easiest one for my clients to use? You know, what's going to grow with my business? All these things I've been thinking about. And it's been driving me crazy. So I finally had to just make the decision. And I did make the decision yesterday. I talked a little bit about that in yesterday's podcast. I am going to go with Kajabi because I hate being in this place of indecisiveness, of just not knowing which way. It, it just it freezes you. It makes you stuck. And like I said, I've recognized that now. And I recognize that that's what I'm doing, that I'm just looking for the perfect one. I'm looking to make sure that it's good enough, that there's not something better out there. And I know it's not healthy. And I know it's been keeping me, like I said, stuck in the same place. And there just comes a time that we just have to make a decision, good or bad, right or wrong. Because the deliberating is causing the standstill in our lives and in our businesses. And definitely in our businesses, we don't want to stand still, right? So I know once the decision is made, that things will start to align and I can move forward. I've seen that happen. Some of you may remember me sharing this story back in the springtime. I was deliberating whether or not to join a course that was very expensive in my in my context of life and new in business, it was going to be $2,500. Actually, it ended up being $3,000 because I did a payment plan. And I had already spent this year as a new business owner, I've spent a lot in 2020 on courses and coaches, and I don't regret any of it. Like it's all been, well, there was one that I didn't ever follow through on. That was a waste of $500. But all the rest of them have been very good. But I had spent a lot of money on my on courses and coaching, like I said, and I hadn't really started making a lot of money yet. I had some, a couple of paying clients, so it was a big decision. But I just felt like in my gut it was the right decision to make. So when I finally click the button, this is the really cool part here. When I finally hit click the button to say yes, I'm going to take this course and made the commitment. The first payment of that was $500. Within 24 hours, I had somebody new reach out to me to sign up for a course I was offering. And that course I was promoting was $497. So it was $3 left, which I happen to have three bucks in my wallet, <laughs> less than that first payment on that course. And I wonder if I had not moved forward and made a decision to say yes to my success and my training and my future by saying yes to that course, would I have gained the new client? I don't know. And I've seen that happen in other areas too of my life that once the decision is made, it's to me, it's kind of like you're stuck in a cloud, you're stuck in the fog. And, you know, if you're ever driving, I remember a friend of mine, one time at a retreat, she did a whole speech on this, but, you know, she talked about how when you're driving through the fog, you can only see just a few feet in front of you, but then you get to that point, you can see a little bit more and then you can see a little bit more. And I feel like sometimes when we're stuck in that decision-making mode, we're just constantly driving in that fog, 
But once we make a decision, it's like the fog lifts and the path is totally clear and we can move forward without any barriers, anything getting in our way. And yes, are there times that we make the wrong decision? Absolutely. But most of the time, I would venture to say 99.9% of the time, it's not a life or death decision. It's a decision that we can say, oops, well, didn't make the right choice there. How are we going to get out of this and move forward? But most of the time, just making the decision frees you up to start getting on with your life, (laughs) getting out of that stuck mode. So what are some things I did to make a decision on what platform I'm going to use for my business? And then I'm going to give you six tips for just making a decision. So how did I choose to go with the platform I decided, which by the way, in case you're curious, I did decide to go with Kajabi. I may have mentioned that in yesterday's pod and yesterday's podcast. Why did I decide to go with that? Like what was my thinking? One, it seemed that one seems like it will do the most for what I'm looking for. I'm trying to streamline my business right now. I have, I don't even know, four, four different places that I'm running my business and I'm trying to get it all onto one, if not two of those platforms. And it looked like Kajabi can do all that for me. Second reason I chose that is it has really good reviews by people I respect, people out there in the influencers, the successful people that I respect use Kajabi. Number three, it aligns with the quality of person I want to be known for and attract in my business. Kajabi is known as one of the highest platforms out there. It's a little pricier. Yes, you could do it cheaper. But I thought, you know, if I want to attract higher caliber clients, then I can't go with cheap. I have to go with quality. So if I want quality clients, I need to go with quality products. The fourth reason I chose Kajabi is it seems easy to use. <laughs> that was important to me. <laughs> and the fifth reason is I know it's going to grow as my business grows. It's not, I won't have to switch to another platform because God help me if I have to make an, another decision about this again. <laughs> so those were some of the reasons I decided to just make a decision and go with it. I'll be honest, they're still in the back of my mind, but maybe I should still check out this one. Or maybe I didn't give this a chance. Like there's, it's still there. Like those doubts are still there. (laughs) And I just know I just need to stick with this decision and at least try it for a year. That's what I'm telling myself. If I don't like it, I can try something else next year, but I have to stick with it for a year. Okay, so there, I wanted to leave you with six tips for making a decision. And you may already be doing some of these as you're trying to figure out, you know, as you make life decisions or business decisions. And sometimes they're, like I said, small decisions, like what pair of jeans do I want to buy to bigger decisions? Do I want to pay for this course? Do I want to invest in this coach? Do I want to use this platform versus this platform? Do I even want to start a business? You know, there's all sorts of decisions we're always making, especially as we're entrepreneurs. So here are six tips that might be able to help you. Number one, do your pros and cons list. I know this is an old thing. Your parents may have even told you this one. It's been around forever, but it works. The pros and cons. 
And if it's a multiple decision, should I do this one, this one, or this one? Do the pros and cons of all of them. Number two, look at reviews by people you trust. So not just any reviews, but are they reviews by people you trust, people you want to emulate? And sometimes we don't know, like if they're a high influencer, we don't know really the what they're like behind closed doors, what their life is like. But for the most part, you kind of can see that. Are they people that you would trade places with in their life and in their business? Read those reviews. What do they say about the thing you're trying to make decisions on? Number three, this is probably the most important one. Trust your own gut. Um, Usually we kind of have a feeling inside of us and we may be scared, but we kind of have this feeling like, I don't know, it feels right. I feel like I should go in this direction. Trust that. Your own natural instincts are so important. And even when I was looking at all the different platforms of what I could use to host my courses and, you know, run my coaching business on, uh, there was one that I, I signed up for a trial and the more I dove into it and it was like within 48, maybe three days, 48 hours to three days that I don't know, there just something wasn't aligning with me. I joined their Facebook community and it just, it seemed very spammy, very salesy, very like, I don't know, it just, things just weren't, it just felt icky to me. So I immediately crossed that one off. I got out of my trial, like, nope, this is definitely not the one for me. So sometimes you know immediately what's not for you. So cross those decisions off. And that was just my gut telling me. There was nothing really, and I'm sure it's a great platform. It just didn't feel right for me. Okay, number four is ask for opinions from only a few select people who have knowledge in the arena you're trying to make the decision about. And I've seen this done like in the direct sales realm. And, you know, back when I was really working that and, you know, talking to somebody about joining our company, joining my team, and they would go and post on social media, should I join X, Y, and Z company? And of course, you're going to get a hundred different opinions. And most of those people had knew nothing about our company but they're given their opinion. I always say that is the worst thing to do is to ask everybody to help you make that decision. You only want to ask a few select people who know and have knowledge, good or bad, about the decision you're trying to make. Just like if you were trying to decide, should you get married? You would not go ask your friend who's been divorced 10 times if you should get married. (laughs) Their opinion of marriage is going to look totally different than the friend you know who's been married for 75 years, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Um, So you have to look at that. Same thing. If you're trying to make a business decision, you want to talk to your friends who own a business. We wouldn't, you wouldn't want to ask the friend who's worked for the same company, nine to five job at the same company for the last 30 years, who isn't even really happy doing what she does, but she's just stuck there because that's her safety and security place. Don't ask them a business question. They don't get entrepreneurship. So again, only ask the opinions of a few select people who have knowledge in the arena that you were trying to make the decision in. Number five, 
just make the decision. Just make the decision. Give yourself a timeline if needed, but sooner than later. Don't deliberate on it. The sooner you can make the decision, I would say 24 hours, 48 hours, no more than a week, just make the decision. And number six, then make the decision work for you. Go with it. Commit to it for a year. Make the best of that decision. Make it work for you. So just like in my decision about what platform to host my business on, I'm committing to Kajabi for a year. Unless I really absolutely hate it, I can always get out early. But I'm going to commit to it for a year and make it work for me. Now that I made the decision, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to learn about it. I'm going to do their training. I'm going to just you know dive into it now that I made the decision because I can do that now. So make the decision work for you. So again, the six tips, make a pros and cons list. Number two, look at reviews by people you trust. Number three, trust your own gut. Number four, ask for opinions from only a select people who have knowledge in that arena. Number five, just make the decision. And number six, make the decision work for you. So I ask you, as we close this up, What decision do you need to make today or this week? Shoot me a DM and let me know what decision it is and let me know what decision you make and how it feels after you finally make the decision. I can't wait to hear from you. All right, have a great day and we will talk to you tomorrow for day four of our 100 Days of Podcasting. As always, Thank you for listening and have a blessed and wonderful day. And remember, life is short. Enjoy the journey, you guys. 